what it is, RJLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation piece host on RadioJustice.org. In the real day-to-day happenings of urban living locally and worldwide. For you all staying safe at home, or masked on the bus, train, plane, or social distancing everywhere. Conversation piece on the scene with Services Not Sweeps Coalition for the Martin Luther King Day Freedom Ride for Housing. Unhoused residents randomly scheduled for sweeps often lose vital personal belongings like medicine and government-issued IDs. Hear from housing and human rights activists Kwasi Nkrumah, Pastor Q, General Dogon, K.O. Anderson, Craig R., Mr. Pancake, Kyle, Vision, Theo Anderson, and Ashley Bennett, who organized this Freedom Ride. People living on the streets die at four a day here in L.A. Reverend Dr. King said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Welcome to Conversation Peace. This is Martin Luther King Day. This is the official recognition of Dr. King's birthday. We're here at LA Can to demonstrate and act and to stand up and make it clear to everyone that we are collectively determined, not, o- not only the folks here at LA Can or MLK Coalition, but a whole range of human and economic and social and civil rights organizations in our community are determined to stand up against the kind of displacement that creates, that creates and created skip people who are houseless, people who are homeless. Poverty in America, unemployment, economic inequality, period. All the things that Dr. King stood up for and fought actively against throughout his adult life. For that reason alone, we need to honor him. When we look at what's going on in Washington, D.C., and the kind of so-called leadership that this country has had in recent years, we see something even more fundamental about Dr. King, which was that he represented a figure who not only stood on political and economic issues, but who wedded those issues to basic questions of morality. Dr. King used to say often, the time is always right to do what is right. Who is doing right on our behalf in Washington or any place else in this country today? Almost no one. Almost no one. And so it is up to us to stand up ourselves, to take inspiration from Dr. King and many others who dedicated their lives to making our lives and our world a better and decent place for human beings to live in. Everyone, each and every one. 
No matter what color, no matter what region you come from, no matter what the nationality of your people or their creed, we all have human rights, but we can't exercise them unless we stand up for them. And when we talk about displacement, we know that the COVID virus has displaced millions and millions of people in this country out of their jobs. Many small businesses have been forced to close down altogether because of the economic impact of that. But you know, all of these conditions were there even before COVID showed up. Millions of people being displaced. And we must fight that displacement, whether it means being displaced out of housing, displaced out of jobs, and we're certainly not going to allow Dr. King to be displaced by the COVID virus. So we are here to engage because Dr. King would not want us to be as foolish and as dismissive as some people have been about this COVID virus issue. He would want our communities and everyone in them to be safe, particularly in any activity honoring his memory. And so that is why we're doing a car caravan instead of what we usually do on Dr. King's birthday, which is March and demonstrate in that way. We can still demonstrate, and Dr. King said it's incumbent on us to demonstrate as long as in, injustice and inequality exist. But the car caravan is a form in which we can do this, we feel, pretty safely. And so we put out the call to the community at large, involved, inviting anyone and everyone who wants to join with us in raising these issues and honoring Dr. King and in building unity in our communities to actually dedicate ourselves to getting something done about our problems today. So on behalf of the MLK Coalition, I want to thank our brothers and sisters here at LA Can, who are among our, our strongest allies in the city of Los Angeles. And we are theirs. And I want to thank Brother Q here, uh, uh, who had a, a wonderful program at Lamert Park and, and actually a, a caravan uh, and, and action at Lamert Park yesterday that was beautiful. Uh, and he'll talk about that. But thank you one and all for being here. After today, it's still on us to build our unity. Our enemies are all unified. You see, this is one of our biggest problems. They've got their unity and it has given them tremendous power over our lives. We have to break that dynamic. So we have to build solidarity and not be hung up about our organizational lives, that, that we are, have this difference and that difference. What we have to look for is what we are unified about and lead with that. So brothers and sisters, thank you so much for being out here. Brother Q, it's great to see you and everyone out today. All right, sorry about that. We got a mic that works. And so, how y'all feel out there? I said, how you feel out there? So, as Quasi just mentioned yesterday, Black Lives Matter and Clergy for Black Lives did a Radical King March because, or, or car rally because we know how they love to sanitize King, right? We want to sanitize our hands, but we don't want to sanitize 
king. Is that right? And so yesterday we took to the street to give them the unsanitized king. And so we know that we did not come here alone. We know that we did not come here independent of our ancestors. Right? So we're going to pour libations. We're going to decolonize our spirituality today and we're going to pour libations in honor of our ancestors. And so my great grandmother, Mother Ma'ablishi, was born in Ghana, taken when she was four years old, brought to the shores of the Caribbean. They thought about shooting them because they were kids. They decided not to. And so it is the only reason why I'm standing here today. And we know in the spiritual in the spiritual realm, scripture always talks about a drink offering that we pour out to God. So we're gonna pour out to God and raise up the name of our ancestors a drink offering today. And of course, when I was a hip-hop artist signed to Virgin Records, when we pull out the 40-ounce bottle of brew, we would always say, let's pour a little for the homies who ain't here. We didn't know that that was spiritual. We thought we were just pouring a little liquor. But I learned later on that we were pouring libation and we've always done that. So the spirit of our ancestors have been with us. So I'm going to start by calling out Ma'amblishi, Ma'amblishi, from which I came. And then we're going to call out the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Say her name, Ma'ablishi. Ma'ablishi. Ashe. Ashe. Say his name, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Ashe. Say her name, Ida B. Wells. Ashe. Say her name. I want you to think about your ancestors. The one from whence you came. Could be your grandmother, your great-grandmother. And then I will think about all our ancestors. You think about your ancestors, I think about all our ancestors who speak to me through the Pacific Ocean. Those who were thrown in the water on the, on the journey here from Africa, on the journey to South America on the journey to the Caribbean, the entire diaspora of Africans, those who did not make it, those who were raped on the way, those who were beaten on the way, those who died of hypothermia on the way. The ocean speaks to us. So as this water evaporates and goes back to the ocean, I pour it for all of our ancestors. Make some noise. Make some noise. Make some noise. Ashe. Give a mother solo, solo song out 
uh, to MLK and uh, our arts and culture director, K.O., is going to come up and hit us with that. Hey, y'all. We're going to celebrate just a little bit. And I need your help this morning, okay? I know that uh, we're just gathering and figuring stuff out. But help me celebrate King just a little bit. I want everybody to just give me a clap. 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 Come on, give it to me. I want to hear it. Let it reverberate in the street. There we go. There we go. There we go. Come on. It goes. It doesn't make much sense. There ought to be a law against anyone who takes offense at a day. Your celebration, cause we all know in our minds That there ought to be a time That we can set aside To show just how much we love you And I'm sure you would agree I couldn't fit more perfectly Than the world of have a party On the day you came to be Happy birthday to ya Happy birthday. Sing it with me. Come on now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Now, I want to tell you something. Keep clapping. If y'all celebrate my birthday like this, I'm going to be angry. Okay? I need a little more energy this morning. I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I know it's a lot going on. But let's get one cheer for the birthday boy this morning. Right? The people, the person we're here to celebrate and to proliferate the message of this morning, all right? I'm gonna do one more verse. It goes like this. It says, I never understood. Give me a clap, come on. Man who died for good did not have a day that would be set aside for his recognition because it should never be just because some cannot see the dream as clear as he that they shouldn't become an illusion and we all know everything that he stood for time will bring for in peace our hearts will sing thanks to Martin Luther King happy birthday to ya happy birthday to ya Happy birthday, sing it with me. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Chorus, one more time with me. One more time. Happy birthday to let me hear you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday. One more time. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. All right, give it up. Give it up for King's birthday. Happy birthday. That's right. That's right. Happy birthday, King. All right. But also. We want to know, and we want to also remember the real reason why we're here today. It's King's birthday, but it's also a day that we hear 
understand me to ride, freedom ride, right? And we freedom riding for housing, right? We freedom riding to end the dirty divide in the city of Los Angeles. When you look around Los Angeles, you see that the public health infrastructure with the crap. That's the reason why Government Services Not Sweeps Coalition was even created, was to come together and address this. But more so, we came together also to address this. Four a day, four homeless people a day are dying in the city of Los Angeles. Last year, it was three a day. But now, it's four a day. Right? And what pissed me off the most, just like I was saying, politicians around here have gone crazy. We don't agree with their agenda or what they do, because their agenda don't solve our issues, don't solve the crisis. Case in point, here lies a copy of the city of Los Angeles 2021 homeless budget for the city of Los Angeles, right? Now, I was fortunate enough to come up with a copy of this, right? but nevertheless, uh, this is the city's budget. And when you look at the budget, when you look at the money that's being put in enforcement, when you look at the money that's being put in sweeps, the, 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 uh, you see the diagram, it's so tall, it looks like the Empire State Building, right? But then when you look at the other charts, right, that's money that's all allocated for public health. When you look at money that's allocated for services, look like a little midget that's on the map. Look like a little mom and pop store standing next to the Empire State Building, right? You can't imagine. And this budget right here is not going to end this three or four a day. This budget is not going to end this, right? This budget is not going to end the dirty divide in the city of Los Angeles. It ain't going to bring shitters. It ain't going to bring handwashing stations. It ain't going to bring jack for more police and more police and more police. So you know what L.A. can and search that sweeps coalition? Think about the city's budget. This is what we think about it. Matter of fact, it ain't no good holding. This is what we think about it too. It ain't for us. If it don't work for us, what we gonna do? Say it again. Say it again. Shut it down. That's what we gonna do. If we gonna shut down the city's budget, right? This budget, we need to defund the police out of the homeless budget. And we need to reallocate that money to services and housing. Right? You still owe us. We ain't forgotten. You still owe us 5,000 units from Triple H. Right. That ain't even in here. Where's that at? But I don't feel no effect over that. Right? So this budget is not our budget. This is their budget. So they budget, you know, we can burn their budget. Anybody can do it. I need a torch or a flamethrower or something. Defund the police out of the homeless budget. Quote that, General Dogon. This is the city's budget. Set it on fire. This is their budget. And we're going to create a new budget. That's why we're here today. We're going to create a new budget. We're going to take that budget. Get that shit out of here. We ain't doing that. Right? It's a new year, it's a new day, and we're gonna create our own, but we're gonna make them defund the police, just like we said, and then they're gonna put that money into services. 
And for this ride, as a part of the coalition, we're going to put that on our agenda. So when you're going out and you ride, you remember why we ride today. We ride to end the dirty divide. We ride to, 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 to change that budget, to make a budget that's, 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 that's going to that's deliver housing for everybody. Can I get a right on? Honk your horn if you don't believe that. Can I get a right on? All power to the people. All power to the people. Are y'all ready to ride? You ready to ride for housing? You ready to ride down on the mayor? You ready to ride down on the chief? Then make some damn noise then. Make some noise. All power to the people. And we're going to change that damn budget. That's the first thing on the Service and Night Sweeps Coalition budget for 2021. I mean, our agenda for 2021 is to change that budget. Give it up for General Dogon. Listen, we caravanning today. Yesterday we played that song the whole way, Caravan of Love. Y'all don't know nothing about that, Asley Brothers. I was rocking that the whole way. But, but when we say love, we mean radical love, that kind of radical love that fight for our people. Can I get a ride on? And so now, uh, the other thing we want to do today, if you, while you're riding, when you get a chance to stop at 12 noon, Black Lives Matter and Clergy for Black Lives is having a Twitter storm from 12 to 1 p.m. The entire Black Lives Matter global network will be tweeting Radical King. There's a toolkit. Go to Black Lives Matter Los Angeles on Facebook uh, and, and on Twitter. Uh, I think it's at BLM or something on, on Instagram. Whatever. Just go to Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. You'll find the toolkit stuff you can tweet uh, today at 12 noon. We want to make Radical Love, uh, Radical King uh, trend today. The other thing, the reason why we're doing this is we also want to give a, uh, 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 actually do away with the narrative of religious bigotry and them folks, them Christian nationalists who went to the White House and the Christian nationalists who keep coming to Skid Row to, to spread their virus with their anti-COVID uh, anti hoax, uh, whatever they call it, uh, COVID is a hoax, Trumpism doctrine. We ain't, we ain't having none of that here. So 12 o'clock noon, Twitter storm, let's make them have it on the street and let's give it to them online as well. All right, all right, all right. Now, we're going to right now, so I'm jammed. Uh, somebody gonna come up and give folks some logistics about what we're taking off now? Bird song of a conversation piece. We are downtown Los Angeles Skid Row for the Freedom Ride for Rights. Freedom Ride for Rights on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're getting ready to get the logistics of where this caravan is going to be heading to. What the next stop is. Everybody get your mask on. Thank you. They're ensuring everybody have their mask on. Radiojustice.org. Look at you now. Hey, do you have anything on you? 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 Music. Music. 
Angela Birdsong. I'm here with Pastor Q, and we are still here at the Freedom Ride. Pastor Q, yes, you yes. are always involved in housing rights. The last time you and I did an interview, actually it was December 31st, right. 2019. Indeed. <laughs> and who knew? It's been what, a minute. It's been a minute and a whole lot of stuff happening within those minutes. Oh my goodness. Oh right. my goodness. Yes. Tell us about today and what has been happening with housing in 2020. Well, we know, yeah, well, we know prior to COVID-19, 1.3 million people were at risk of being houseless. And that is 1.3 million working people were at risk of being houseless here in the city and county of Los Angeles. And so, uh, and after COVID-19, we know that we have a tsunami of houselessness coming. We know that folks are already on the streets. We know that they've passed moratoriums after moratorium, but no rent forgiveness, hey, right? Which is what folks really need. They all, they, that's a picture of what they generally do. Kick the, the ball down the street and continue to try to figure out how they can maneuver uh, without giving folks what they really need. They talked about hotel rooms. They were gonna have hotel rooms for folks. Some of the folks who own the hotel don't want homeless folks in their hotel rooms, right? So we're dealing with nimbyism. We're dealing with all kinds of stuff. And, and of course, the underlying issue is racism, right? Because we know how COVID has disproportionately affected black folks, disproportionately affected brown folks who are, uh, uh, you know, on the ground working at grocery stores and essential workers, uh, along with uh, uh, nurses and folks like that. So we know we're, we're, we're dealing with a whole lot of stuff. And of course, now cities are laying people off. And we know that the city of Los Angeles is one of the largest employers of black folks. A lot of people don't know that. So we've got a lot of issues. What is your role here today with the Freedom Ride? Well, I'm here rep representing clergy for black lives. I'm going to be pouring libations uh, because uh, we, in the spirit of Radical King, we did a Radical King uh, rally yesterday, caravan yesterday, sort of like this one. And in the spirit of Radical King, we've got to bring our radical uh, 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 spiritual uh, ancestors, uh, you know, way of, of doing things, our own spirituality to the movement. So uh, back in the day when I was a hip-hop artist, we say we pour a little liquor on the block for the homies who ain't here. We're going to pour some libations for our ancestors in remembrance of our ancestors as they poured, as they poured their lives into the struggle uh, as a offering, a sacrificial offering uh, unto our creator. I'm Angela Birdsong here at the Freedom Ride for Housing downtown Los Angeles before the caravan gets started. I'm here with Pancake, who is one of the members of LA Can. Pancake, tell us what your um, relationship is with LA Can and why are we riding for freedom for housing today? Well, we see the problem, the lack of housing in our city. You know, we have the largest houseless population of anywhere in the world, not just in this country, primarily in this country. Man, I love you, man. Um, and I'm a community organizer with LA Can, serve on various committees here. And, um, you know, it's about house keys, not handcuffs. So oftentimes, folks uh, by LA are uh, decriminalized. And, you know, it's not for us to look down on our houseless population here. And we have enough resources to house our folk, to house 
Triple H in 2016, 8 to 10,000 units, a permanent supportive housing unit. Where, it, where is it? Where are they? They're falling very much behind. There's only a few projects that have been built that are under construction now. So we're demanding how we hear the mayor, you know, state of emergency, boom, 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 boom. They've been declaring a state of emergency, but where is the money? We know our former um, CD14 council member, Jose Wazar, was busted. You know, he's taking kickbacks from developers, bring back Broadway. A lot of those funds that were, ear, were earmarked, you know, for Skip Row to bring about housing. We see a lot of these vacant properties, um, properties that are owned by the city that are dormant, that are dormant, can be developed into housing. And I believe that. I'm very passionate about this, about this work. Because um, some people, even out here, have been, you know, been housed that. But really, 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 it's about people. It's about the state of mind, emotional um, ills, you know, um, psychological ills. And if you bring concern about somebody else, you know, take time out. You know, for somebody else, not just about, not just about me or you, it's about others. So we're passionate about this work, volunteers, you know, out here to make a difference. And this, in that change, you know, the bike lanes, the dirty divide. How come this area has to be neglected? So you go anywhere else throughout LA County, but you know, this area, there are people here. And the basic services like uh, restrooms, um, and we're living in this pandemic right now, um, water fountains, green space, these are things that have been neglected. So we're addressing housing, not handcuffs. You see the prison industrial complex, you know, and privatization, um, again, building more prisons, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. You have to reach the spirit of people and help to build them back up again. You know, they're torn down, been stepped on, been forgotten about, being disenfranchised, you know, out of favor. It's about the people. If you can just reach one, help one, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. So that's just a few words that we had today. Miss Bird, Lady, Lady Bird song. So thank you for the work that you do, Radio Justice, and it's awesome. So we're involved in this work together. Yeah. And especially during this COVID pandemic, you know, folks have, um, their loss of income, loss of job reduction income, loss of job facing eviction. We look at the moratorium, you know, about to, it's been extended, you know, as far as folks that have um, fallen behind on their rent. So um, this is what we're all about. So that's why we're here. That's why you're here. Now, I just want to ask you one more question, Pancake. Yes. You and I both did housing rights calls. Yes, ma'am. Um, in, towards the end of 2020. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your experience with the housing rights calls. The housing rights? Okay, 2020? Yes, when we were, were um, doing the calls for Stay uh, House. Stay House, oh, L.A. Well, um... We're in a position to offer um, tenant rights information to folks. You know, folks whose housing has been impacted 
by this COVID pandemic. And we offer workshops and rental assistance to folk and legal assistance to folk. Uh, you know, um, it's about reaching out. And, you know, without uh, Stay House LA is a wonderful program. And a lot of folks, they say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, we're going to them, we're connecting with them. And that's what it's all about. So, thank you so much. Just, that's what it's all about. Yes, it is. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. You okay, know, I like to get to the meat. Right. Not not beat around the bush. You know, just call it for what it is. Right. Jump Trump. Right. Jump Trump. He's going. I'm Angela Birdsong, and you are listening to Conversation Piece. We are downtown LA, Skid Row, Martin Luther King Jr. Day for the Freedom Ride for Housing. And I have Craig R., who is a human and civil rights organizer for LA Can, Los Angeles Community Action Network. Craig, tell me, how did you get connected with LA Can and why are you here today? Which may be obvious because of what you do, but tell us why. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, power to the people, everybody. And uh, the, the way I became connected with LA Can was I started volunteering, started attending meetings in the uh, Rock meetings, that's ROC, Residential Organizing Committee. This was on Friday nights. And uh, then you got deeper and deeper in the work. That was like uh, six, seven years ago. Got deeper and deeper in the work and became uh, one of the main organizers in the Human and Civil Rights, along with our uh, leader of the Human and Civil Rights Committee, uh, General Dogon. And um, the reason I'm here today is uh, we're in this crisis of evictions, and uh, criminalization of the homeless, and uh, it spread the criminalization has spread all over the city. We have uh, almost four people a day dying because of the uh, conditions of the homeless, as well as the conditions of uh, the pandemic. So uh, it's time to uh, power up and and um, make this fight back organization, which is what LA Can is a fight back organization make it more relevant to people on the street and uh, help them survive uh, this critical period we're going through because the, all this pandemic and this nonsense will end, but will, what our question is, will, how, will the homeless situation ever end? And what do you think? Do you think the homeless situation will ever end? I, I think that because of the corruption in city government as well as, uh, which is con city government is controlled by the developers, and because of the corruption that we see that's now legendary, L L.A. is the most corrupt city in the whole country, past surpassing even Chicago. Uh, because of that corruption, I'm very pessimistic on when the um, homeless situation might be improved, let alone solved. I think it'll take a, quite a long time and a lot of pressure from us and a lot of organizing and a lot of uh, fight back for this situation to be addressed in any meaningful way. How long have you been in Los Angeles? My entire life. Oh, okay. So you're a native Angelina. I was born and raised, born on the east side. That's right. Born at County Hospital. So you saw the the movement in the in the evolve the how Skid Row evolved to what it is today. Yeah. Well, Skid Row. In, in one sense is what it's always been, meaning it, uh, it dates back over 100 years 
to uh, an area for the working poor and uh, the railroad work workers in the early 20th century. And Skid Row has evolved over time to be uh, have a lower and lower economic base, have a base that uh, is really strictly now poor people and homeless people. But um, the, the Skid Row is just a symptom and an, an example of what's going on generally now. If you notice, the homelessness and the tents have spread all across the entire city, whereas they used to just be in Skid Row. Now they're everywhere. 2,000 homeless in Venice. You know, 2,000 homeless in, in Hollywood. You know, it's all over the city, all over downtown in general, besides Skid Row, and all over Southern California. And uh, the reason is because, as, as the report showed, we're about 550,000 affordable housing units short of what's needed. We have, in the county, we have over 60,000 people sleeping on the street, over 40,000 of them in uh, L.A. City. L.A. County is over 60,000, and the situation is just growing worse and worse. More women and children appearing in the situation, and that's uh, alarming all by itself. The fact that there are more women and children, the most vulnerable, as well as uh, old people like myself. Thank you so much for your time. And my last question is, if people find themselves on the brink of becoming homeless, unhoused, what should they do? They should contact the social uh, justice fight back, organization, fight back organizations like L.A. CAN who can uh, uh, give them advice on their immediate situation, hook them up with uh, help immediately, as well as uh, tell them how they can organize themselves because individual and community empowerment is the only answer, what we call fight back, is the only answer for this situation. So no matter how bad your situation is, remember somebody else is in a worse situation and uh, that you need to organize in order to have the empowerment to do something about it. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom over me and before I'll be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free.
he said in order for a functioning economy that there's going to be collateral damage. Well, look around us. There's so much collateral damage that we are on a, a sinking ship unless we have st stable healthcare, stable housing, and stable livable wages. It's not, it's not acceptable just to have a job. It's acceptable for us to be able to survive and thrive. We should not have to work 90 hours a week to prove that we are the well, a worthy, a worthy of to be helped or be, have some kind of sympathy. Mutual aid groups here are people are, that have no job or no stake in, uh, how should I say this? Mutual aid people here are the individuals that see an injustice and have stepped forward with not very little pay, but want to get make sure all of us is taken care of. So before I go, I want to conclude something that I usually always say, meeting in the light of understanding. It is, I want to take that a bit further. I want us to meet in the light of understanding, and then I also want us to act in the light of understanding. Thank you all for listening to me. That was Theo Henderson. We, the unhoused. Let's give it up for the Theo Freedom Ride. one more time. Thank you so much. That was beautiful, Theo. I just wanted to say something really quickly before our next speaker comes on up. I just want to say that we appreciate you all. Thank you for coming out today and fighting with us, fighting for housing as a human right. Just wanted to give you some context about where we are right now. We're at one of our uh, major encampments here in Hollywood. Um, we have our beautiful unhoused neighbors that are right on the street, the street here. Um, one of the locations here uh, is being swept on a weekly basis. So during the pandemic, the city, our government, is spending money up to $100,000 a day on comprehensive cleanups. They could be investing all of that funding into motel rooms, getting our folks into a really safe space where they could shelter in place. Instead, folks are displaced and forced to move from where they are here every week up north of that next block spotlight right there, up north of Fountain. So they have to move all of their things from where they are here on Vine all the way up the street. So walking two blocks at least to uh, clear the streets for sanitation to be able to do pretty much nothing. What we need to be doing is reinvesting that funding into housing. I just wanted to thank the neighbors here for letting us come out and use this space today. And one of our last speakers who's still making his way over here is actually a representative of this community who wants to tell you a little bit about his proposition on how the peace program should go. And he's going to be um, helping us with our pilot program for service and not peace, where we are investing in our in-house communities to actually clean up their own streets. They're given supplies, they're given restrooms, if they're given what they need to keep the streets clean, they can do it themselves. We don't need sanitation. We don't need PD. So next up, we're going to have Hal, which is, who is one of our residents in Hollywood. We'll be still making his way over there. And then we're going to go a little bit more into how you all can get involved. Actually, I can go into that right now. We have talents and dreams and aspirations just like anyone who has a house. Our only sin is that we're poor and you want to hold that against us. What? It, why? Why? There's been $150 million reallocated out of the LAPD budget. Has any of it been spent to do anything? No! Thank you. What, what, and why? Where is that money going, and why is it not being spent for what it was allocated for? It was specifically taken away from the LAPD sex Z's to...
for policing the unhoused to supposedly providing services for the unhoused, and I have yet to see them as an unhoused individual. They are not there. And now they're trying to push 4818 or 4811, whatever the fuck that is. That would make it absolutely illegal for anyone to camp, sit, stand, or lay in public anywhere in Hollywood. And that pushes your unhoused people that much further from their resources, which makes it that much harder for us to get anything done. Sweeps destroy our belongings. They destroy medicines and important documents that we need to get off the streets. The, the only thing sweeps do is keep us on the streets. That's all they do. If you want us to go away, provide housing. House keys, not handcuffs. Services, not sweeps. Defund the police and give people house keys. Well, now. Ha <laughs> What have we here? See, I got a ball of lip for property, so I slip my mini on slopper and promenade out to take up a collection. I got game like I read the directions. I'm wishing that I had an automobile as I feel the cold wind rush past. But let me state that I'm a hustler for real, so you know I got the stolen bus pass. Just as the bus pulls up and I step to the river, so lady look like she drank a 40 or 50. I see my old school partner say his brother got popped. Pay my respects. Can you ring the bell? We came to my stop. The street light reflects off the piss on the ground, which reflects off the hamburger sign that turns round, which reflects off the chrome of the BMW, which reflects off the fact that I'm broke. Now what the fuck is new? I need new. I spot the motherfucker in the tweet suit. I'm in his ass quicker than a kick from a grease boot. Eased up slow in the street. Could tell he was suspicious by the way he slid his feet. Didn't wanna fuck up the come up, so I smiled with my eyes. Said, hey, how's it hanging, guy? Bumped into his shoulder, but he passed with no reaction. Damn, this motherfucker had hella Andrew Jackson. Get In the darkness, my teeth clenched tight like a fist in the cold sharpness. I look down and I hear my stomach growling. Step to Burger King to attack it like a Shaolin. I never pay for shit that I can get by doing dirt. Linger to the girl cashier and start to flirt. All up in her face and her breath was like murder. Damn, what should I do for a free hamburger? Well, you got my number. You gonna call me tonight? It depends. It's them burgers attached to a price. I'm just kidding. I'ma call, even write you love letters. Thanks for the burgers. I'm hooking me up with a Dr. Pepper. That's cool. You want some ice? Yeah, and some fries would be hella nice. Damn, my manager is coming, play it off, okay? Have a nice day. I'm about to hear anyway. Fresh dress 
like a million bucks. I'll be the flyest motherfucker in the Afro in a tux. My arm is at a right angle up, silver tray in my hand. May I interest you in some caviar, ma'am? My eye shoots round the room, bearing here. Noticing the diamonds in the chandelier. Background, Barry Manilow, Copacabana, and a strong ass scent of stogies from Havana. What no place where a brother might been. Snobby old ladies drinking champagne with rich white men. Alright then, let's begin this Nights like this is good for business Five minutes in the mix, notice several different clicks Talking giggling and shit with one motherfucker in me twits And everybody else jacking him, throttling Found out later he don't come to call a bottling Talking to a black man, who's he confused me looking hella bougie Ass all tight and sedity, recognize him as the mayor of my city Who treats young black men like Frank Nitty Coke said to Mr. Mayor, you know we got a process like Ice-T's hair. We put up the funds for your election campaign. And oh, um, waiter, can you bring the champagne? Our real estate firm says opportunities are rousing to make some condos out of low-income housing immediately. We need some media heat to say that gangs run the street and then we bring in the police fleet. Harass and beat everybody till they look inebriated. When we buy the land, motherfuckers will appreciate it. Don't worry about the Urban League of Jesse Jackson. My man that owns Marlboro donated a fat sum. That's when I stepped back some to contemplate what you know. Sat down Wrestle with my thoughts like a sumo Ain't no one player that could beat this lunacy Ain't no hustler on the street could do a whole community This is how deep shit could get It reads macaroni on my birth certificate Putting Tang is my middle name But I can't hang, I'm getting hustled Only knowing half the game Thank you to Ashley Bennett and speakers, Kwasi Nkuma, Pastor Q, General Dogon, K.L. Anderson, Craig R., Kyle, Vision, and Theo Henderson. Thank you to Leslie Rafford, Adam Rice, Michael Washington of MRSO for the opening and closing theme song. And always you, our RGLA family. Reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on RadioJustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong. Once again, thank you for allowing me to share the special experience of Conversation Peace on Radio Justice with you. Remember to be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be brave. Be courageous. And let all that you do be done with love.